Hi there, it's Nikki. I wanted to take a quick minute to make sure you knew about our free on-demand copywriting training. Whether you're brand new to copywriting or you just can't seem to hit your income goals, this training is for you. You'll learn the three secrets to landing freelance copywriting work without wasting time on frustrating job bidding sites like Upwork and Fiverr or cold calling strangers. And if you've listened to any of the student stories on this podcast, this is the exact same training they all got started with. I'm talking about Kate Kay, who's making six figures working part-time and who just retired her husband to help her run the business. Stuart, who replaced his full-time salary with freelance copywriting work, and then some. Stacy, who hit six figures in six months, her very first year as a full-time freelancer. Ashley, who landed the in-house copywriting job of her dreams. They all started with this free training, and you can get started with that same training too. Sign up right now at freecopywritingtraining.com. Are you ready to learn the keys to copywriting success? My name is Nikki Krawczyk, and I've been a copywriter for more than 20 years, writing for multi-billion dollar companies down to solopreneurs and every size business in between. My co-host Kate Sitars and I, along with the rest of the Filthy Rich Writer team, are sharing everything we've learned in our decades in the industry so that you can start and scale a successful copywriting business of your own. To us, being filthy rich means having a job you love, being good at what you do, and making great money doing it. Let's dig in. Okay, welcome back. Today we have something a little bit special for you. You're going to get some insight into our laser coaching session where Kate and I coach students personally. Now, of course, our CCA students always have access to our coaching calls twice a month and then, of course, our fabulous Facebook group as well. But these are special calls where we really get to dig into their specific questions in that moment. Uh, they're only 10 minutes, but boy, do we pack a lot of coaching and information in there. Um, the topics are going to run the gamut. So no matter what you are interested in as a copywriter, even though you're not in the hot seat, I guarantee that you're going to hear something useful and interesting. Also, just a heads up that uh, in a couple of the recordings, students mention Pitchapalooza and Write Starts, which are a couple of our student-only events. They're free for our students. Uh, and as with everything we do, they're designed to get people taking action and seeing success. So when you hear that reference, just know that that's what they are. There we are. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hello. But what can we do for you? What can we help you with? Um, so I think my biggest roadblock is definitely finding clients. Um, usually, so I will get responses back, but they're usually no's. Um, and so I know my emails are like being seen and being read. Um, but yeah, I've had two discovery calls, but I've never actually booked a client. So. Okay. Okay. Two discovery calls is good though. Um, how, what kinds of numbers are we looking at in general, just so we can have an idea of how many pitches you've sent out, all that kind of thing. Um, so last month I, I sent out 33. Good. Um, and so I feel like that's pretty average. Um, I did take like a little break in like May and June just because of my other job. I didn't have time, but um, I'm starting to get back back into regular pitching. My goal is to do more this month. So 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, fundamentally, the the very unsexy answer is that the more that you pitch, the more discovery calls you will get and the more clients you will get. Um, when on your discovery calls, how did those go? Did you end up giving them a price for a project? I mean, obviously after the fact, but how did those go? Yeah, so one of them... Um, she wasn't interested in what I pitched, but she wanted something else. Um, but she couldn't afford it right then. So she said, message me later. Um, so I did. And she was like, yeah, I'll get back to you. But that was last month. So we'll see. And then the other person I did send out like a proposal. They told me what they wanted and then they never got back to me. So mm-hmm. did yeah. you follow up with either of them at all or, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, I followed up with both of them. Okay. Um, I would still follow up with the one who said maybe like, you know, it's been a month, maybe reach out to her and say, Hey, just checking in, you know, again with value resource. Um, but see where she's at. Cause it sounded like she was interested, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously that's not going to solve the bigger, the bigger <laughs> thing of pitching, but, um, Where's I going with this? Oh, looking at the businesses that you've pitched, have you pitched a range of different types of businesses? Have they all been kind of in one or have they been smaller businesses? What's, what's been the variety? Um, so first I was pitching like coaches, um, that type of business. Mm-hmm. And then I started pitching like newer businesses that were opening up near me. Um, I found a website that like lists all the businesses that have opened like the past year. So I started Mm -hmm. pitching those um, and they're like kind of all in a different um, industry. So Mm -hmm. that's good. Yeah. The, the, so businesses that are opening up near you. So are those kind of more like mom and pop kind of places or is really any kind of businesses that are opening near you? Kind of just any. Oh, awesome. Okay, good. So then there's some built-in variety. I was going to say if it was just mom and pop, you might want to expand a little bit. Um, Because I think what Kate and I are both thinking about is that to just increase the mix of types of businesses. the, the, you know, if it helps you to stay focused, you could always do, okay, like, all right, today I'm going to po I'm going to pitch from that list of, of, um, of businesses near me tomorrow. I'm going to pitch, uh, types of, or I'm going to pitch coaches or or whatever. And the day after that, I'm going to pitch, I know, software companies, whatever, um, if that helps you to focus, but the more variety you can get in terms of the types of different clients that you're pitching, the better chance you have of landing more of them, just because they all have different wants and needs. Um, I would say, um, but just before I forget to mention it, especially when you're pitching, especially when you're pitching small businesses and especially like coaches or that kind of thing, you want to be, and you may have already been doing this, but be really, really clear with them about how your work is going to benefit their business and say it to them multiple times. Because here's the thing, if you're pitching something to a coach and you say, look, I can do this for you and it's going to benefit your business in X, Y, Z ways, which should mean that you're getting more clients or you're getting more views or whatever. It's almost a no brainer. You know, if you come to me and you say, hey, I'm going to rewrite your sales page, your sales page is fine as is, but I know we can make it so much better and increase the number of clients you're going to get. You don't have to guarantee me anything. But if you say, like, I'm confident that we can change your your sales page and increase the number of clients you're going to get, it would be silly for me not to not to hire you. Right. Like, 
okay. It's some people need it to be really, really spelled out for them exactly what they're going to get. They think, they think, oh, I'm going to spend more money versus I'm making an investment in something that's going to earn me more money. So sometimes we really, really have to make that crystal clear for them in order to get them to be willing to get on the phone with us. And then of course, invest in and truly invest in our services. So I would go back and take a look at your pitches and just really, it's obviously not salesy, pulling out any and all sales. Mm -hmm. um, but when you start talking about the actual idea that you're proposing, really dig into how that idea can benefit their business. And then of course, too, say, you know, I also have a couple of other things I'd love to talk to you about, that are, but, but really digging into that benefit can help them immediately understand like, oh no, she's not just pitching a service. Oh, she's going to do something for me. That's going to get me more money. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. I really like that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's fundamentally what we do. Right. But, and we, we think like, well, they're going to get it. They're just, they're going to understand that this is what we do and they're just going to get it. And they don't usually. Yeah. And that would be another thing too, as I would go back and look through your pitches and just be extra, extra sure that there's nothing salesy in it. Sometimes that stuff can sneak in just because we're like, well, I have to, I have to market. And it's that salesiness that, or even like, even like a little bit of marketing that can turn people off and make them go, whoa, I don't want to be sold to. Whereas when we come in and we just come in with, with like enthusiasm and with value, and it's really on at the end that we say, hey, plus I have some other ideas. I'd love to talk to you. Let me know if you have time for a call. It makes people so much more comfortable with scheduling that call. Okay, thank you. I like that. Yeah. The other yeah. thing I was thinking about, uh, thinking about this, the the woman that you pitched that you know, hey, I can't afford. She said afford, right? Was it price thing right now? Mm -hmm. like, I should yeah. like pay off something else before okay. she did. Um, but thinking of those types of clients, if you get on the call and you know we pitch, you send them scope. It's still mm, I can't afford this right now. Depending what your your pitching and what, what the project is, it might be if to get your kind of foot in the door with them to say, Hey, I, I understand that this is, how about we do this? It's maybe a slightly smaller project. Um, and so then you can kind of prove, Hey, this, here's what this can do for you. So to Nikki's point, going in with that value, showing them what it's going to do or telling, you know, Hey, here's how this can help and impact your sales or leads or whatever the, the goal is with the project. Um, but to do that then on a smaller level, if they're not going for whatever the the original thing you pitched for. Mm -hmm. So for example, if you're like a, a welcome series, hey, totally get it. How about we start with just the initial welcome email? And I feel like I have some ways to dial up um, that open rate to test some subject lines mm -hmm. um, and, you know, hopefully also simultaneously getting them to click. And then that will hopefully help, obviously, their the click through rate if we get more people opening have some ways that I think we can, you know, really get them to click through and go on to the next step, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, but so like getting in there so you can show them how great you are to work with your thought process. And then that can lead to you repitching them and getting repeat work in bigger and bigger, bigger projects. Mm -hmm. exactly. um, just something to think about in addition, you know, you again, go out pitching. If you're like, they need a new sales page. Absolutely. Go, go with what you think yeah. is going to have the biggest yeah. impact on their business. But down the line, something to think about as you follow mm -hmm. up and get on the phone or whatever um, 
to mm-hmm. consider other other ways that you could work with them and help impact their business that might be more they might be more amenable to it with someone that they're brand new working with and you can show hey I'm a great partner I want to help your business we're kind of in this together type of thing like I yeah. care about your business all of that good mm-hmm. stuff that they can only see by working with you yeah and I know I, I keep using sales page as an example but even if you're like I want to rewrite your sales page it's like I can't afford it to Kate's point you know it's easy when you're thinking like well email series I'll just but you can even come back and say hey yeah. you know I've been thinking about your sales page and I think even if we made changes to just that header section yep. because really you would if she made me changes to the headline um, and whatever the header section is she would start to see some impact there and it's that same thing of like oh okay I see those little mm-hmm. changes made a difference I wonder what I could experience if I hired her for all the rest of it too. Yeah. Okay. I like that too. Yes. It's, you know, it's, it sucks sometimes. And there, there are going to be periods where you're sending stuff out and you're like, what, why isn't this coming back? And then there are going to be periods where you send stuff out and then like five people get in touch with you from like six emails. Um, the, and the only way to kind of like to, to even that out is just to keep consistently pitching. And 33 last month is fantastic. That's great. If you can keep up that 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 pace. And I'm sure you saw too, like the more you did it, the faster they got. So eventually you're gonna get to the point where you're like, yeah, I can knock out a couple of pitches this morning. And um and it's awesome that they're opening them too and you're getting replies. So Mm -hmm. know that those might come back like if it, mindset wise, I feel like it can feel deflating. Like, okay, I sent the, I got a response, but it was a no. Knowing that, hey, you know what? I'm planting the seeds, so that they they might come back to that pitch in a few months, mm-hmm. or by then you might have enough clients, and you're like, I don't need that work. But yeah. knowing that you're kind of laying that foundation, you're laying that groundwork. Still, you're building that snowball, so that when it falls on the other side, it's just you know, yeah, it's this bigger. It Bad analogy, but visually, you get what I mean. It's the jumping snowball. Yeah. Um, (laughs) You're pushing um, it up still, and then it's going to boop. What I was going to say, too, when they, because there will be, there just always are people that are going to say, no. Um, You can also say, you know, obviously, I'm sure you're writing back and saying, nope, absolutely, you know, totally understand. Have a great rest of your week, whatever. But you could also add on, if you're not already, add on, say, nope, I totally understand. Would you like me to reach out again in a couple of months to see if things have changed? Because you may get people being like, well, yeah, actually, you know what? Yeah, a couple months. And then you've got it on your schedule and you go, oh, okay, this is the week I'm reaching out to this company from from before. It's even even when people give you a no, unless they're like, don't email me ever again, um, in which case they probably okay. suck yeah. as clients anyway. Yeah, um, it's it's never necessarily like a complete never going to happen, you know, because business priorities change. Uh, people in the companies change. Someone before was like, we don't have copywriters could be replaced by someone who's like, oh no, we need a copywriter. So it's a no now doesn't necessarily mean a no forever, or even doesn't even necessarily mean a no next month, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hadn't thought of that. I like that. Yeah. Does it help a little bit getting you a yeah, little bit Yeah, that was more? super helpful. Yeah. Oh Thank awesome. you so much. Yes. I'm going to go please. look at my pitches and try to. Yes. Reward yes. It, so. And if you're comfortable, um, post them in the group or bring them to the next coaching call. A day. Oh yeah. There's coaching call to add if you're available. Eastern. But, yeah. Um, yeah. Bring it to the, the coaching call and you know, it's all of us, the team are very supportive and give you supportive feedback. Um, if you're comfortable, but, uh, 
but yeah, I think some tweaks that you're already doing a good job of, of being consistent. And the more you stay consistent month over month, I say with much love, um, the better results you will get. It will snowball. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you guys so much. You are yeah. so welcome. So welcome. Like what you heard? Subscribe to the Build Your Copywriting Business podcast so you never miss any copywriting tips, tools, or tactics. And if you think copywriting might be right for you, check out our free on-demand video training at freecopywritingtraining.com. We'll catch you in the next episode.